I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. I'm already drunk. <laughs> I have so many cold opens in my head right now. I don't know which one to start with. So maybe we'll just do them all. <laughs> all right. Ready? Go. You motherfuckers. I can't believe you fucking shaved me. I look like a goddamn wet rat. <laughs> I, I have to say... I didn't expect her body to be so tiny. No, weirdly shaped. Weirdly, sh- weirdly no, shaped. Weirdly shaped. <laughs> like, like her front is so small, and then she's so big around the middle. And oh, yeah, I don't know, man. We shaved my long hair cat because she's elderly and doesn't lick herself anymore. So she was becoming a hot ass mess. Yeah. Snapdragon does groom. Like her knots were so bad, they were, they were pulling away at her skin. Oh, poor baby! They found a boo boo like that on her leg. So. All right, what's your next cold open? Oh. What's your next cold open? I cannot get Fuckboy Island out of my head. Oh my god, <laughs> the drama! I'm gonna the drama. I cannot believe. Okay, first of all, I can't believe that this is the first time we've watched a show together in like probable years. A while, yeah. A really long time, and we were like, you know what? Let's watch F-Boy Island. <laughs> and it was the hot trash we all it was were hoping for. exactly as much hot trash as I had hoped. At first, it just seemed typical and, like, not special. But then it got dramatic. And I was like, yes. It's like Nikki Glaser's hosting. Yeah. And so she calls everyone out and yep. the three girls that are no one's being polite no which is good it's, it's a nice change of pace right so, yeah I but mean, then these boys are all infighting like they're a goddamn bunch it. of scrotum sacks oh i love the infighting and the back talking and the trash talking like episode two trash talking and backstabbing i'm like wow at least all the girls i've ever watched in these shows at least give it three episodes before they start backstabbing each other (laughs) these guys went ham on that it was great ham episode one all right what's your next cold open i forget now oh i'm sorry we're too old for this shit we're too old for this shit maybe that was it we're too old for this shit hello hi everybody Oh, I remember. I don't know why I'm drinking this Gatorade because there's as much sugar in this Gatorade as there is a Mountain Dew. I know, <laughs> which is not good for my pre-diabetes. Whatever <laughs> you get to have, you get to treat yourself from time to time. Oh yeah, I treat myself from time to time all day long. Oh, thirty-one grams of added sugar. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of sugar. It's half a Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah. I went. I had okay. A- proceed. I'm done. I'm done with my cold opens. Great. I brought your kid a cookie from the baby shower I was at at Sunday. So cute. Wasn't that the Here cutest? Here for it. And they were good. They were good cookies. They didn't, you know, because sometimes you get those decorated cookies and they just taste like cardboard. Yeah, the fat sugar cookies that yeah. cost $6 each. Right. You know the ones. But the theme of the baby shower was books. You were supposed to bring a book. Everybody was supposed to bring a book. That baby had more fucking books. That baby has a bigger bookshelf than I fucking have. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was outside in July. I don't understand who made that choice. What the fuck are you doing? Have you not been here before? I've done June and July baby showers outside. And it's fucking hot, man. Early so June hot. is hit and miss. Right? Yes. Yes. Like hit or miss. Early. If you are doing a. Because we've, we've been doing sword camp in early June or early August. And both are actually delightful. Hmm. But yeah, it was it was pretty pretty hot and muggy. Pretty uncomfortable. Did they have fans? I didn't. They did have big fans. Okay. And I also bought myself a neck fan finally. Ta-da. Although I was considering one that had cooling rods on it for $200. A neck air conditioner, if you will. I did say that was a little excessive. Yeah. <laughs> Though but... the back of the neck being cooled is key. Right. Because I have those cooling blades for the parks also, and they just kind of blow up the side of your neck. Correct. It doesn't cool the back of your neck. So exactly. when we wear our cooling wraps, 
that cool the back of the neck. That is what that's what's key right there. Exactly. Exactly. We're on this. We're on the same page here. Did you buy the like really big obvious ones that you could like the fans, the little circle fans you could flame it no. yourself? I bought the one that looks like a um like it's a headset. Ah. Uh. I think you should have bought the really obnoxious fans. <laughs> made a made a very big show of, of pulling them out and putting them on. Well, the cookies were all books of like book covers. Oh, they all weren't Harold and the Purple Crayon. No. That was just the one you happened to get. I which saw that one. To be... Well, so I saw that one and I sent it to Catherine that that was the one. Yeah. I was actually sitting at Rainbow Fish originally, but I saw that there was a Harold and the Purple Crayon one, and I took a picture of it and I sent it to Catherine. There was um, Very Hungry Caterpillar, Winnie the Pooh, Rainbow Fish. Uh, I, I don't remember a couple. Brown more. Bear. Yeah, a couple. A couple more classics like let that. Let me. Let me just. Let me just. Let me do the roster for you because they're <laughs> all the books that Catherine has memorized. So yes, but I saw the Herald and the Purple Crayon one, and I sent it to her on um on you know like through iMessage on her iPad, and she sent me one right a message right back being like, I want it. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I just thought she was going to be like, oh my God, that's so cool. You know, but she said she wanted one and, you know, me and my heart. So I made sure that I took home a Harold and the Purple Crayon one. And then at the end of the party, I tried to go find somebody else's extra cookie and there was, everybody took all the cookies. That's crazy. No one ever takes all Nobody the cookies. Nobody takes the cookies. I thought for sure I'd get a cookie. Yeah. Okay, that means were, those were good cookies. They were good cookies. They tasted like real shortbread and not just like mm. cardboard sugar cookie with cardboard royal icing. Speaking of cookies, I just placed an order for pickup next week, like Tuesday, I think. So we're going to be a welcome family for a girl from Rocco on Wednesday. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to get her some fucking cookies. Yeah. And those also freeze well. So I'm getting a whole dozen from Cakes by Lynn here in Brighton, Michigan. And I was like, go ham, like USA themed. Give me two cookies, one with each of their names on it. So one for our girl that's coming in a few weeks. And then one for this girl who we're going to welcome next week. And, you know, we'll have like some fun USA cookies for them. So I'm looking forward to that. That sounds cool. She's the one that did our Schitt's Creek cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's were delightful. They were great. They were really yes. great. Our other cookie friend in Arkansas is moving to a new bakery. Oh. She's getting like a giant space. I've never seen a kitchen so big for baking in. It's crazy. Yeah. So that that's fun. If you follow um, her three best bakery oh, in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So uh, why is your dog being such a little shit? <laughs> Poor Salem. So Daisy got shaved on yeah. Monday. And Salem got fixed. Aw. So Salem is in her cone of shame. So she doesn't lick her belly and is on sedatives, even though they're not working very well. No. And um, she's supposed to be resting. And whenever the sedatives wear off, she gets like a ton of energy and wants to run around. I mean, is it just me or is it worse than normal? I, I think it might be a slightly worse than normal because she's been sedated for like two days now. Yeah. And so the energy is, is getting pent up. They want her sedated for 14 days. Sweet Jesus. Yes. So I think we have to upper dose. Yeah. <laughs> they said we could give her a half, start with half and see how that goes. And if it's not enough, give her a whole one. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to last 8 to 12 hours, and they're only lasting, like, four at the most at when I give her a half. So I oh. think she's going to need a whole one. Well, so shit. I think we're going to give her a whole one. She probably give her a... When did I give her a half one last? Six? Yeah, like a six... At like seven? Six or seven? So maybe we'll give her a whole one in a little bit at, like... 10 we'll give her a whole one and then we'll give her another whole one tomorrow morning in 10 when scott got home she was in outer space yeah but like it's only been a couple hours and she's it's like yeah it's only been two and two and a half hours since he got home and And she's all riled up yeah she's all riled up like it definitely has not been close to 10 hours remotely yeah I, i thought it was every like six to eight hours and i looked on the bottles like every eight to 12 hours i was like what 
can I give her more? Like, I might, can I do this more frequently? Because that is not vet and be like, it's not keeping her calm. She's one of those wiry, high maintenance dogs, anyway. You know. Yeah. So her metabolism could be faster. Could be like just ripping through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So forgive the barking. I'm trying to get Scott to come up and take her downstairs with him, but he's not listening to me. Because he doesn't want to. And then Scott has a procedure on Thursday. So we are like uh, just a household of procedures this week. Great. Yeah. Sounds like a dream. It's a dream this week. Well, I tried to break up with my girlfriend at our four-week anniversary. <laughs> Uh, so recap last week you were like woo I have a girlfriend no that was two weeks ago and then two weeks ago I was like woo I have a girlfriend two days later you're like I want to fucking break up with her right no because last week I was talking about the um I was talking about the party and how it brought up some feelings for me right but also during last week while I was here I thought I was gonna not like I thought I might be overreacting Cause so I'm here on Tuesday last week because I'm here every week on Tuesday. And I had real, so Saturday had been the party and I really wanted to talk to her about the like feelings that had come up. And so the reason I didn't bring the, any of this up last week was I was like, we'll get to talk and it will be fine. And then on Sunday, she was like, I'm too busy for you. And then Monday, she's like, I'm too busy to, for you. And then Tuesday, she flew to Canada and was just like out of like unable to talk. So Wednesday I start being like, okay, I've barely talked to her for four days now. I'm starting to get worried. And then Wednesday evening, she's like, I'm thank you so much for respecting that I'm here with my family. And I was like, yes, that is exactly what I was doing. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not internalizing this at all. I'm yeah. making up stories in my head I'm not whatsoever. Making, I'm not making up. I'm just letting you have your space. That's right. Exactly. I'm totally normal. Everybody, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everybody's fine. <laughs> so, Poor Maggie. So after that, I'm like, okay, on Thursday last week, I start being like, okay, these are all the things like I had like a main like four bullet points of like, these are the things that I really need to talk out with her, right? Like this thing, that thing, these four bullet points. And then Friday, I'm just like, I'm so happy she's finally coming home. I'm gonna get to make plans with her. Because I've been like, just holding on to this shit all week. Oh, also last Tuesday, while I was here, she just let our snap chat streak drop that had been going on for over a month and I was like hysterically upset about it right again internalizing all of the things so Saturday morning I'm like I have been desperate to make to make a plan to discuss things with her for a week and I'm like ready to and she's like oh by the way my boyfriend's coming over tonight because he missed date night this week and I was like I also missed date night so I was actually talking to her boyfriend today and I explained to him that she and I have been dating one month today and I have had two dates with her in the afternoon no overnights afternoon dates don't count those are friend zone dates right (laughs) I mean I don't normally finger bang my friends but right You normally finger bang your friends at noon on a Tuesday? Correct. <laughs> Correct. I don't normally. I need to pull that out as a clip. <laughs> I don't normally finger bang my friends at noon on a Tuesday. <laughs> Cried all day Saturday. Because I'd been like gearing up to be like, we need to talk. And she basically was like, mm, my boyfriend's more important than you. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, also, while she was gone, I wrote her a long handwritten letter being like, I need to spend more time with you. I care about you very much. Right? Because I thought it would be really nice to like, while I'm panicking about all these things, just like actually tell her how I'm really feeling. Right? In a like non-problematic kind of way. Being like, I really want to spend more time with you. I care about you a lot. And I don't feel like we spend much time together. Right. But also in this thing, I said, like, I, she had invited me to go to this pool party, this overnight pool party in Ohio. And I chose not to go because I would be on my period. And I just knew that, like, you know that I'm miserable on my period every month and that I would just, like, have cramps and feel heavy and gross and not want to be at a pool party. And I was like, I want to go to the pool party. 
And I told this to my brother and he goes, do you want to go to the pool party or do you want to hang out with your girlfriend? And I was like, oh, I want to hang out with my girlfriend because I don't spend enough time with her. So I wrote her that as the like framing of this letter. So she Snapchat responds to me like in depth about this letter where I just bare my soul. And she's like, so I invited my boyfriend to come with me to the pool party when you said you couldn't go. Um, and I'm like, oh, it's like really weird that she's, you know, she's like, and I just wanted to say thank blah, 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 this about the letter, that about the letter, this about the letter. I'm like, I thought she was with him. I guess they're done with their date. 80 way, 80% of the way through her Snapchat video to me. She's like, by the way, he's right here. Like literally sitting next to her. You're like, what? That. I fucking lost my shit. I sobbed. I screamed. I stayed up all night because I couldn't sleep. I, I wrote her and then I was like, but she's still with him. What if she just tells him? What if she tells him what I'm saying right now when I tell her she's a stupid piece of shit for responding to my love letter in front of him? Like, I don't want him to know any of this. I just need to talk to her. And I was like, did and, ugh, I, I thought I said I stayed up all night panicking and thinking of the meanest things I could think of to say to her. That's when you write them down and then burn it. Do you want to hear one of them? This one's so good. Does she listen? No. Does he listen? No. Okay. Um, I said, Are you sure? Yeah. I said, the thing that I thought of was, I hope your cats all run away from home and find new owners and they love their new owners more than they love you. Because that's what you just made me feel like. <laughs> Seriously, though. So I woke up the next morning and instead of doing it in a in a good effective way i was just like i just stayed up all night and i feel like shit and literally what the fuck is wrong with you why would you respond to that when he was right there i don't want to talk to you and since you apparently have to tell him everything i'm not mad at him because he and i are friends i just i fucking fuck you right so i sent a very like angry don't talk to me Mm -hmm. message in the morning and she drove out to my house that night and brought me a rose and a card. Because we actually did talk. She was like, I didn't read it to him. I just read it. But you sent me, like, you spent this, like, response yeah, in front right. of him. Yeah. That referenced a lot of the shit. Exactly. So you might as well have just read it to him. Right. Right. Yes. Um, well, I mean, and that was how I felt. And she, we talked about it a lot, enough that I agreed to talk to her. We talked for three hours on Sunday and just hashed out a lot of shit. Um, and I still just don't feel confident in things. So what have we learned so far? <sighs> Bitches ain't nothing but... <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> You've learned even though you're polyamorous i'm not though you're not i no i always just wanted here's the thing i always just wanted ethical non-monogamy not okay. polyamory ethical non-monogamy i wanted I, I don't love the swingers the people in the swinger lifestyle i think they're fucking weirdos but i wanted something more like that right where you like have where it's okay to have multiple partners right. um as long as you're committed to me right okay yep yep um, and I, what I learned was that is not the kind of situation that I'm in. <laughs> I knew that this is not what I wanted. I, I knew that this is not what I wanted. I did not realize that this is what I was walking into or this is what I was going to be in. Right. Where your girlfriend loves two people. Right. And you're not feeling, you're feeling like it's not equal. And you want it to be equal. Well, what you want is you want her to love you more. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> I do want that. I mean, and like, you know, she and I have been really close friends for a long time. And during our conversation on Sunday, she talked about how we'd been like low-key dating for a long time. And I was like, am I dating all my friends? <laughs> I thought we were friends. I, I thought mean, we were doing normal friend stuff. Fucking all your friends and dating I, all your friends are two totally different things. I, I didn't have sex with her until after we became official. Yeah. 
Well, I was talking about myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I just mean that like, like she was talking about how we've been sort of dating this whole time. And I was like, I thought that was just normal friend stuff. I didn't realize we were, am I dating everybody? <laughs> am I, I love it. Am I dating everyone? Is this, am I dating everyone? <laughs> Do I have more than one boyfriend? Do I have, is everyone my partner? Shit. Um, so back when we were friends, very close. I tell you who you're not dating. Huh? Scott. Yeah. That's, so. That's accurate. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not dating. You're also not dating your brother. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> am I though? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Siblings are dating. <laughs> I just meant that like if she, like, cause that was. You know, yeah, we would like kiss hello and goodbye, but like we weren't French in each other or anything. You know, like the whole thing. I don't know. I just I didn't feel like it was that. Right. It, I didn't feel like it was that datey up until recently, but she apparently did. During that time when we were friends slash she felt like we were dating, she said to me that like he really had big feelings for her that she did not return. And... We talked about that and how difficult that can be when two people feel different ways about each other. And and she was like, yeah, I just told him not to say it to me again. And I was like, yeah, I, that makes sense. And that conversation happened in April. And I never, she never said anything else about it. Right. So then when in front of my face, they were saying I love you to each other a lot at my party a week and a half ago, I was like, well, this is surprising and unexpected. Right, because you guys are like besties at this point and you're dating and she had not updated you on that development. Correct. Correct. So when she said to me, I love you, I have deep feelings for you, I want you to be my girlfriend, I thought I was getting into the situation that I wanted, but I wasn't. Where you were her girlfriend and she just had another fuckboy on the side. Right. I mean, you know, maybe... So, Does like, he belong on an island? Dating? No. He's actually a really <laughs> nice person. I've been his friend for five years. He does. He's not a fuck boy. He, he actually is just good at polyamory. Yeah. But, yeah, it, um, I'm in a sucky situation now. Oh, and that's okay. I mean, that's why we do these things to learn, right? Yeah. Like... You don't know until you try it, and you tried it, and you're like, yeah, I don't know if I really like that. Well, I did decide to give us another, like... At least you didn't get married yet. That's right. My friend got married to a guy who agreed to be polyamorous, and then when she got a boyfriend, he didn't like it. Ooh. Yeah. Like, they started a relationship with him claiming he was poly, and she's like, great, I'm poly. And so they had a relationship, and then they got married, and then she started having other relationships, and then he was like, mm, no. No, I mean, I I hung out in the poly scene a lot because there's a lot of diff- – there's a wide variety of what that means to people, and you Correct, have to negotiate, yeah. right? Um, I knew that I didn't want, like, actual polyamory, like, actually being in love with multiple people, right? I knew that this was not what I wanted, but that – did not realize that this was what I was actually getting into. So it's a pretty sucky situation for me. And uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely relearned about something about expectation discussions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> F Boy Island, woo! Yes, F Boy Island. I need to go to there. I am not hot enough to be on F Boy Island. I was like, I'm watching these shows. I was like, can we have like mediocre fat person island? <laughs> I, I want to be on mediocre fat person like island. Middle aged mediocre fat person island. Right. That'd be great. I know Thanks. the one guy being like, I'm super old. I'm 31. I was like, oh, fuck off, fetus. They're all hot. They yeah. all have 12 packs. Yeah. They, all the guys, all the girls. Like, I can't tell if their tits are fake or just young. You know? It's hard to tell. <laughs> and even on Love Island, everyone's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Can't take it. It's too much hotness. 
not enough mediocre mediocrity. I need the mediocrity in my life. At least even on Finding Magic Mike, they still had like three guys that were mediocre, you know? Yeah. And that was the point. Like, it wasn't about finding the hottest guy. It was about finding a guy that had the most potential to be beautiful inside and out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had a daddy I loved. He was a little... He had, he had a one pack, but I was here for it. <laughs> he just had that one line. Yeah. It's that one little dimple up top. The one little dimple. <laughs> he had a pony keg. I was here for it. Because mm. he had the confidence. That's right. That's what I want. I want mediocre Island. <laughs> I got you. I, I know where that is, actually. It's called a nudist resort. <laughs> the, you're correct, ma'am. Yes. Accurate. Mediocre Island is just an untelevised nudist resort. Correct. Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. Well, come to Mediocre Island with me. Right. It's great. It's great. Oh, I have had a lot of adventures since we talked, I think. Well, I we, the, my, my only one has just been like emotional destituteness mm-hmm. for the last week. So go ahead and tell me. I think we talked about Isla and her dad visiting last time. We did. So this last weekend, we had our virtual exchange student, Nadia, came in to the United States for two weeks via the State Department mm-hmm. um, for an intercultural exchange program. Yeah. It was like 38 kids from Indonesia that weren't able to come during 2020. They brought over now mm-hmm. for a two-week immersion. And so um, she sent me her, she had a Washington, D.C. itinerary. Mm. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Start it over. She had a Washington. So she had a Washington week itinerary and you know Washington's a fun city so I was like oh well I'll come visit you in Washington not Minneapolis so we decided like they were doing you know like the first day they were there they were checking in and doing a bunch of they had free time and a bunch of museums scheduled and then our last day they were also doing museums and then going to Baltimore for a baseball game Mm -hmm. and so I think she ended up talking to her coordinator and her coordinator suggested that we co-meet up at the baseball game. So that's what Catherine and I did. We flew to Baltimore late Thursday night and hung out all day at the harbor, at the Inner Harbor Thursday and went to a baseball game Thursday night at Cam- Camden Yards. The Orioles played the Yankees. And we met Nadia. And yeah. she was just so delightful, so... So loving and appreciative, and it was just like a really great time getting to know her and, and spend time with her. So we also had a lot of hiccups along the way. <laughs> so if if no one, if people didn't know, uh, Baltimore is like a sister city to Detroit. It is a place that you should be just as cautious about wandering around um, after dusk. So. Catherine and I landed at midnight, and instead of taking a lift, we still took the light rail from the airport to downtown where we were staying, and that seemed like a good idea at the time until I got on the train and realized, like, we were the only people on the train, Mm -hmm. so that when randos get on and off the train during our 40-minute ride, there's, like, no one else but us. And yeah. whomever else gets on and off the train. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, great security reasons. Like I'm feeling unease because there's like no witnesses, no allies. It's just right. like me and my kid and whomever else gets on and off this train. It wasn't like a full train. It wasn't like riding a, a, a subway at midnight in Manhattan. Right. You know, or even a subway at midnight in D.C., which is, is still pretty full. It was like empty. Mm. It was just us. Mm. You know, like in Detroit, when there's nothing going on, <laughs> yeah, there's like no one on the streets, right? Except for like you and maybe a few randos, correct? Right. right. So it makes you a little uneasy. 
so we go we're we're going through downtown and we stop at camden yards and we stop a half a block later at the convention center and then there's one another stop and then our stop and man it did it escalate quickly from really great nice area to bars on the windows and graffiti everywhere and so I'm, just like detroit just like detroit <laughs> so oh, let me tell you okay when i was young I was a dumbass. Like, looking back on it, it is literally amazing that I was never mugged, raped, or assaulted or anything. That I would just be like, all right, here's where I need to be. I'm just going to drive until I find free parking. Because there's always free parking within walking distance. You just have to drive to the nearest hood, which there always is some. So I would literally just drive to the hood, you know, three or four blocks away, because there always is some. And then walk to where I wanted. But people would look at me like I was fucking insane. Because that is a fucking insane thing to do. Because you were do. fucking insane, right? That is a fucking insane thing to do. Uh, I, it's, a, it's a fucking miracle I made it through my 20s. So we, our hotel is literally half a block from the stop. So my daughter and I with our luggage are rolling down the street with a few randos like alone at now 1240 at night. And the hotel has called us to make sure that we're still checking in also, by mm -hmm. the way, on our train ride. And so we get to the hotel and they let us in and we check in and we're supposed to be at this hotel for two days. And <laughs> I've never been, this is going to be a long story, everyone. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Whatever. I've never been in a hotel that looks amazing and trashy at the same time. So this La Quinta Inn in downtown Baltimore <laughs> okay. had obviously had a makeover recently. Yeah. But the makeover was already falling apart. <laughs> so very new looking with clean lines, yet like our carpet line in our room was patched with some sort of white goo between the carpet and the tile. Like someone had ripped a piece out and then they filled it in so it wouldn't fray. Right. Um, this is the first time I've ever lifted up all the sheets to check for bed bugs. Good for you. Um, the toilet paper was amazing. Better than the Hilton that I stayed at the next day. The best toilet paper of your life. <laughs> best toilet paper I've ever had at a hotel. The best. That was like some ever. high quality. It wasn't Charmin shit, but like that was high quality, soft toilet paper, man, on mm. my mom. It was delightful. I put that in my, my review on Google. Great toilet paper, three stars. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I'm nervous. I don't like the neighborhood. I don't like the state of the hotel. The air conditioning's working, which is great because of all the reviews that I've read recently in Baltimore, everyone's air conditioners have been shit this summer. Like even high-end hotels have had a hard time keeping their air conditionings running because it's been so hot. Yeah. So I call Scott, I triple ring him and he doesn't answer. And so I text Margo and I'm like, are you up? She's like, yes. I'm like, call me please now. And so she just, cause she's been traveling a lot. She travels to hotels to set up um, computer systems right now and train people on the new computer systems. So she, I know she's been to this Baltimore ho uh, hospital that's right down the road from our, right around the corner from where we're staying. And um, she's like, you got to trust your gut. You got to get out of there and find another hotel tomorrow. Okay. I'm like, okay. So I, everything, almost everything is sold out except for the Hilton and the rooms. I kid you not. The room for the night is like 480 something. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And so like with taxes and stuff comes out to like 505, oh, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. I just want to say that um, real quick, I booked myself a two-night staycation and I got a poolside suite at Weber's and my two nights at Weber's are equal to that. Yeah. This was one night. <laughs> poolside suite. Yeah. This was City View. King bed. Standard room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was giant though, giant room. Okay, so um, we wake up and then we go to bed. I have an anxiety-filled, restless sleep, 
Um, we wake up in the morning and I had plans to like check out at eight o'clock and, and I've already scheduled ahead of time an, an Uber for eight fifteen. Catherine wakes up at seven thirty. She's like, when can we leave? I'm like, as soon as you're ready, kid. So we roll out at like seven forty five and check out. And then the lady downstairs is very confused because we've already checked in and paid for two days. And I'm like, we're checking out. You're checking out early. Yes. So we checked out early. Got a lift to the next hotel. And, you know, in the daytime, the neighborhood looks fine. So, and there's actually quite a number of people um, with diverse skin tones walking around. Mm -hmm. Um, It is right down the road from a major medical center. So you actually see a lot of young and female, actually, uh, hospital workers walking the streets from their shit apartments to the medical center and everyone's opening up their shops and stuff on the street. So it, it is a lively lived in neighborhood, but just like Detroit, that particular block is a block you don't really want to be on after dusk. So we rolled up to the Hilton 8am and I'm like, I'd like to check in please. And they actually had a room for us. You know, they just gave us a room that wasn't used the night before. And Catherine and I settled in to our nice, poshy overly priced room um two blocks from where we were previously yeah um right next to camden yards like they share a thoroughfare you know it would be like if there was a hotel literally in the parking lot of tiger stadium or a hotel where ford field is like right fucking there actually the hilton sells baseball view rooms Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you could watch the baseball game from your hotel room if you wanted to. Um, so, yeah. So that was like my nightmare with my kid. I think if I had been with you or alone, I, I would have toughed it out and I wouldn't have left. Yeah. I mean, you and I love a good story. We would have sat right. there and, you know. We, we would have been able to manage it, but not... For me, it was a safety issue with my eight-year-old kid because now we're going to a baseball game the next night, which isn't going to get over till 11, and now I have to navigate that same neighborhood at midnight again, you know, once the game gets out. So I just, I didn't, I didn't want to deal with it, so we got out of there. Um, I, we met up with one of our old peer romance friends, Irina. Yeah. We had brunch. It was delightful. And I shared her our story with us, which she had told me don't stay there, and I should have listened. But I'm from <laughs> Detroit; I can handle it, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, I got this. So that's when I learned Baltimore is a lot like Detroit, and you should definitely listen to the locals when they tell you not to stay somewhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and even uh-huh. she was like, she's like down here right now, and the Inner Harbor it's fine during the day, but once it gets dark, do not be here. Yeah, like don't be here downtown after dark. Mm-hmm. So just like Detroit, Baltimore is a, like, try not to be there after dark. Try not to be there, like, outside of major events going on. Which is exactly the conversation I have with that tour guide lady, you know? Like, why don't you come down here to Detroit? I'm like, because I don't feel like it's safe. Oh, it's safe. It's amazing. It's wonderful. You should come down here more often. I'm like, you, you and who else, lady? Like, you're an artist in the art scene. Like, you know where to go. You know what time to be places. You know when to be home. Like, Mm -hmm. the rest of us don't. We only come down here for for stadium things and then get the fuck out of town. You know? So, there's, there's, I'm sure Baltimore is fine, just like Detroit is. There's a lot of biases and misconceptions and, you know... When you're a, a young white woman with a, a young daughter with you at night, you know, in what you perceive to be a bad area, like, it's n- not necessarily something you would deem as smart. Right, know? right. So, I, I told you the time I got lost in downtown Lake Worth in Florida, right? I don't re- I don't recall. I was also wandering the streets at 3 a.m. in a bad neighborhood. And um, a really nice black boy approached me. He's like, what is a white girl like you doing down here? And I was like, I'm stranded. I am lost. I need help. 
he's like, well, I am, he was working <laughs> and he was like, I am going to walk you to the gas station to make sure you get there safe. Aw. <laughs> so very sweet of him. But like he, he could have also like. Shanked you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I felt like it was very much like that, you know, <laughs> like you, you don't know. You want to trust people, but you don't know who you're going to meet on the street. Yeah. Which, you know, you can get shanked in downtown Brighton. Right. You can get shanked. A lot of crazy you assholes You can get here. shanked anywhere. <laughs> oh, there's our next quote. Hashtag you can get shanked you can get, anywhere. You can get shanked anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I know that I told the story at the time that it happened when it was New Year's Eve and the surge pricing for... Um, lifts for and lifts. Ubers. Yeah. yeah. Was like... Oh, and you guys walked through the ghetto home correct. through Lansing. Yeah. Not, no, it was Orlando. Oh, Orlando, yeah. We walked... Yeah, I mean, a cab came and picked us up and was like, what are you doing? Right. I felt it was very much that situation. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, and I, I really wish try, the train lady... to walk home. I really wish the train lady who saw me get on her train should would have been like, honey, go get a lift. Right. You don't want to ride my train at midnight. Yeah. You know. Right. So. I get it. I'm with you. Anyway, so adventures in Baltimore. Um, I do want to go back to Baltimore. Baltimore is a fun little city like Detroit. Like there's a lot of things to discover. But one thing I haven't done yet is they have four historical ships in the in the bay, in the harbor there. And you pay one price and can see all of them. So they're all floating museums. You pay 20 bucks and you get to see like the 1776 type of giant sailboat that would have been used for cargo or it was it was a warship at the time it has cannons and shit on it and then you get to see some sort of clipper like a metal clipper some sort of other like metal ship and then a world war ii submarine and then a coast guard ship and they're just kind of sprinkled throughout the harbor there from one end to the other. And so it's kind of like a wa- a little mini walking tour where you do a boat and you go to the next one and then go to the next one. So Scott really loves that military history shit. So I was like 20 bucks for all four boats. Usually yeah. you pay 20 bucks a boat. So a person. So I was like, that's a great deal. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that whole trip all over again with my husband and uh, stay at the overpriced Hilton and go to a baseball game, which I've also decided that Baseball games need to be free. Okay, tell me. Tickets to baseball games need to be free because of all the other money I'm going to spend there. That Taking my daughter to the baseball game cost me like $350. <laughs> and yeah. we didn't even have to park there. Right. That was our tickets. Those were the $6 Gatorades we had. Those were the $50 t-shirt she had to have. The... $45 bucket hats. <laughs> like I spent $130 at the gift shop. <laughs> and all I got was like this stupid t-shirt, right? All you got was this stupid, stupid t-shirt. Stupid t-shirt that yep. says I survived a night in downtown Baltimore. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Baseball tickets should be free. It should be free to go see the game because they fuck you at the ball games. Here's my Leo Getz impression. So there are people who don't, there are people who don't, um, who don't do that though. It just, I mean, I used to go to Michigan football games and never spend a cent. I bought no snacks. I bought no clothes. You have to have the impossible. You have to have those tickets. Lies. All lies. I don't believe you. I was a student at the time. I didn't buy anything. But also as an adult, when I've gone, I've lived that student life and not purchased a goddamn thing. Yeah, I don't tend to buy things at U of M games either. Yeah. Like, you get drunk in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. You sneak drinks in. If you can these days. I don't even know if you can It's a lot harder than it used to be. It used Um, to be so easy. Yeah, I I never even leave those seats because you just tailgate it all morning. You're full. Mm-hmm. Well, like this was like a seven o'clock game, right? So we had dinner at the ballpark. We it was hot. It was like ninety fucking degrees. So Sweet we Jesus. needed that Gatorade at ten p.m. You know yeah. to hydrate, 
get our electrolytes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and then all the poor exchange students, they didn't have credit cards. And the stadium was credit, credit only. Mm. No cash. And so all these kids went to go eat <gasps> and couldn't eat because they had cash. Oh, my God. So I ended up buying a few of them dinner. Right. And then they, like, gave, gave me the all cash. their cash. So, oh, poor things. Shame on the State Department for not researching that. Yeah. So, and then, oh, one more quick story. No, you're good. Um, Nadia wanted me to go back to the bus and get a present that she bought us. She brought us all the way from Indonesia. They wouldn't let her into the park with it because it was wrapped in a bag and no bags. Mm-hmm. allowed in the park now i was able to bring my gift in because i asked someone before i got to the security line i'm like hey i'm here to see someone from indonesia i came all the way from detroit to this game just to see her i have these gifts how do i get this in and she's like what do you got i was like i got a t-shirt and i got this little baggie of, of trinkets she's like pull those out sh- crumple up the bag keep it in your hand and then just walk through like that i was like perfect that's what I did. Like I had this handful of shit mm-hmm. and my cell phone and my kid and like walked right through security with everything I wanted. And then as soon right. as I got to the other side, I put everything back in the fucking bag. Mm-hmm. So she did not get that type of advice and had to walk her gift all the way back to the bus. Aww. Who knows where the fuck they parked because they got there late, like Aww. second inning late. And... um she really wanted me to go back to the bus after the game at 11. To get it. To get it. And, and you're there I, with your eight-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like draw, hinted a few times that that wasn't going to happen. And then like I really had to pull her aside and be like, I love you. I respect you. I'm so honored you brought me something. But there's no way in hell I'm going back to your bus at 11 o'clock at night. I don't know where you parked. I don't know what type of the neighborhood is. And I'm not doing a repeat of last night, walking through questionable areas with my eight-year-old after crowds have dissipated. Right. So I'm like, I'm really, really sorry. That is just not in the cards. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I will send you money to mail it to me. If, 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 it, if, if, if money is a reason um, why you can't mail it, I will send you money. Right. So she was upset, but like understood. And our asses left early anyway. <laughs> I was like, we gotta go. I am wiped out. We've been traveling for like 24 hours now. Um, I need a shower and to go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Adventures in Baltimore. That was a giant chunk of our podcast. Sorry, y'all. No, it's good. I don't have a ton to say. Uh, what about content? I mean, besides F-Boy Island, which clearly Shannon and I say <laughs> is a big, big yes. Yes. Big steaming pile of garbage that you need to watch it's on hbo max it is hosted by nikki glazier and she is fucking hilarious she's very funny you guys the the opening for season one was delightful like it's what pulled me in and was like all right this might be worth actually watching yeah so yes f boy island we just started with season two because that's what's current right what's on right now yeah yeah um, what else did I watch? Oh, I powered through How to Build a Sex Room. Yeah. That was delightful. I heard good really things diverse. about it. So I can't remember if we talked about it last week or not, but that's on Netflix and I'd recommend it. It's six, like, 45-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. And they kind of do a shitty thing. They they highlight two rooms a, a episode and one room always crosses over into the next episode. Right. So, like, you just kind of... Have to watch have the whole to thing. watch the whole thing. Uh, last week I started. I can't remember if I talked about it, but the um, newest Avatar book came out last week, and so I just started listening to it immediately because I, I got it on Audible, and um, yeah, it was it's good. I'm I'm totally into it. So that was that was great. I plowed through that and I really enjoyed it. And um, let's see, I've been actually watching the uh, Harley Quinn show. The Harley Quinn cartoon. Oh, yeah. When she's like dating Poison Ivy. Yeah, because that's my favorite. That's my favorite thing. They're yeah. actually not really dating yet where I'm at in the show. But um, for those of you who are like cartoons, Maggie, it is an adult cartoon. They, they say fuck. There's lots of blood. Um, yeah, it's 
adult it's, cartoons. It's an adult cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joker is voiced by Alan Tudyk. Nice. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco, who was on that nerd show that was horrible. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. God, I hate it. I, I actually liked that show at first, and then I did, grew to hate it. Because they actually started out as real nerds, and then they became these caricatures of nerds. Yeah. Right? Yes. I liked the early season when they were actual kind of nerds. So, regardless. Um, she was on that. So she plays Harley Quinn. Like the voice actors are just, they're very good. It's, it's really good voice acting. I feel like we need a candle on the corner of the table here between us. Oh, I've been watching Loot. We Loot. do. Yes. Did I, I think What's I brought Loot about? a couple weeks ago. It is on Apple TV Plus and Maya Rudolph is married to, she's a billionaire, but she's not the billionaire. Her husband is. He's a tech billionaire played by Adam Scott and at her 45th birthday party blowout she realizes that he's fucking his 23 year old assistant but they got married young and she sort of helped him you know like supported him through getting the company on its feet there was no prenup because they got married young Mm. and so she gets half his money if they're living in California she gets half his money yeah and so you know, at first she just travels the world and does a fuck ton of drugs and like fucks everything up. And then she gets back. And when she gets back, the charity that she owns that she doesn't even remember that she owns is like, you need to get your image together because you are the image of our charity. And she's like, what charity, y'all? And so she decides to start working at her charity. <laughs> so she starts going to work every day because she doesn't have shit else to do. They never had kids. Nope. They're just like fucking Yep. 40 and rich. Yep. Fucking 40 yeah. and rich. So she decides to start doing charitable work. And, but Good. Keeps, but she's fucking it up yeah. because she keeps acting like a billionaire. Yeah. That's funny. That sounds funny. Maya Rudolph is iconic. She's so delightful. She's so good. So you guys, I'm obsessed with loot. I look forward to it coming out every week. Oh, fuck. Drag Race. I sent you the thing. It was so fucking good. Yes. Okay, so the um, most recent drag race, there was a talent show. So first of all, Raja did Balinese dance, and it was fucking incredible. And then Monet Exchange, who I really love. I love Monet Exchange. I loved her on her original season. She didn't do super well. They brought her back for All-Stars. I was like, God, I hope she wins All-Stars. She did fucking win All-Stars, and now she's on All-Stars All-Winners. She's one of my all-time favorite queens. But although in the in, she did um, singing for a challenge for the All-Stars 4 that she won... And she fucked up the singing. The singing was so bad. And she was like, I am a trained like opera singer, so I'm going to do opera. And everybody is shading her, being like, what the fuck? We all saw her sing horribly. Like, she can't sing. What the fuck is she talking about? She sang so bad that last time. And so she comes out in this beautiful dress and a fucking corset and sings an opera in bass because that's what you know her real voice is. And it was stunning. So good. The judges were crying. The judges were crying. Crying. It was so fucking. So good. I didn't know I was a fan of opera. <laughs> right. <laughs> she needs to do opera she needs to as a drag queen. Do opera. Like go out as a pre- female presenting with that fucking bass voice. I I would pay money for that. I would fucking watch her. I think that's so delightful. It was so good. And, you know, she said in the episode, like, you know, I didn't do this previously because I didn't think like anybody wanted this. Like, I didn't think anybody wanted to see a beautiful woman singing bass opera. Yes. That's exactly what I want. I want all the gender bending. Yes. It's so fucking good. I watched it like 20 times. Jordan Knight can still hit those Mariah Carey notes. Yeah. Like, so... Barely. Long (laughs) long story long, she won the talent show. Excellent. I mean, it was amazing. Everyone's faces like, yeah, like all the queens. Yeah. Yeah. Because I only saw like the performance, which was a lot of her. But like afterwards, I'm sure they showed audience. Yeah. No, the queens were just like, what? Because here's the thing. The talent show has been going on for a long time. But like most of what the queens do for their talent show is lip sync and dance because that's what they can do, yeah. right? 
Um, there was one who did like a burlesque number with bubbles a couple years ago. That one was really great. Oh, that I, was cute. I saw that. I like it when they do fun things. Right. Right. There was one who um, sewed a dress in 60 seconds and then put it oh, on. Oh, yeah. I saw that one too. That one. Oh, I think you made me watch all those. Those ones were great. I've, yeah. I've made, I make you watch things where I'm like, this was incredible. Yeah. So I'm remembering ones that stuck out in my head. But like basically everybody just like lip syncs to their song. Right. Right. So, yeah. But Monet fucking sang opera and it was so goddamn good. I love it. I'm here for it. It was so good. I sent it to Shannon. So that was amazing. You guys should look it up. It is the All Stars 7 All Winners Season talent show, Monet Exchange. Excellent. But yeah, Raja did Balinese dance. That was really enjoyable too. Of course, I loved that. I loved it. She changed the light bulb. Changed the light bulb. That's Indian dance. Pepper. That's, Shake the pepper. that's Indian dance. <laughs> but you know, the Balinese is the one where they where they do like Ah, okay. <laughs> no one can see. This okay. is great. Uh, <laughs> you're great podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, there's wa- arm waving and like neck wiggling okay. and and really dramatic faces. All right. So yeah, that was that I mean that was really enjoyable. She wasn't like stellar, incredible, like moving me to tears, mm-hmm. you know, the way uh Monet did, but that was yeah. great. Um, I finally watched Strange New Worlds, which has been on my list for a long time. Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Okay. It takes place um, right before the original series, right? So on the original series, we find out that the captain of the- Is it between Scott Bakula's yes. Enterprise yes. and the original? Okay. Yes. So we find out that the cap during the original series, we find out that the captain of the Enterprise previously had been Christopher Pike, mm-hmm. right? And we see him and there's like a stuff with him. Well, so we're learn- we're having the adventures of Christopher Pike now. Excellent. Um, and Uhura is with him. So they have her. I mean, obviously, Nichelle's not playing her. The black lady on Star Trek. I know. I. Okay. All right. I'm. I'm... <laughs> she, Shannon had a face, I you guys. I was. The referencing the movies in my head, uh, uh, uh. where Christopher Pike was Kirk's dad, no, Kirk's mentor, right? And his dad, Kirk's dad, died, and Kirk had an Ahura. Right, so, it's the same one. Right, right. But in the movie, right. she went to school with him. I gotcha. She was young like him. So that's why I had the face that I did. Oh, we've got... Like, that's not matching up with my timeline. We have... Um, but in the TV shows... Right. She is older than Kirk. Right. Okay. Like, well, her, his dad's age older. I don't... Yeah, if Christopher Pike's his mentor teaching at the academy by the time he goes through it, she would be way older. Yeah. I'm she's, trying to intertwine the TV a, with the movies. She's a cadet in this. Like, yeah. she's fresh out of the academy. Okay. Um, and I'm still crossing streams, though. I probably the, shouldn't be. There's, there's a... There, they keep talking about how Kirk is going to come up on the ship, and it's actually... It's his brother mm. on, on the Enterprise. So you're like, oh, my gosh. But no. Kirk. But Spock is also on it. So we have Spock. Spock's there because, you know... Box of Vulcan, so he's wildly old. They live for a really long time. Yes. So yeah, it's it's. I actually really enjoy Strange New Worlds. I'm a fan of it. Although I've had other things like what you just had, where I was like, does this actually line up right? Does this does this actually timeline correct? So but I guess no, it, it would it. be timeline correct if you're just looking at the TV shows. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, through the early movies in the eighties. Yeah. With Kirk, like with, you know, the original cast. The original cast movies, yeah. yeah. I'm turning into my father. I mean, I already was my father and my mother, but I have a record player and I can't stop buying records, which is really bad for my budget. But they are expensive. <laughs> they're super fucking expensive. I just bought a fucking DVD CD player. And I'm going to go resurrect some CDs from downstairs. And I'm just going to sit here and jam at my desk with CDs and records. Oh, I started watching the Victoria's Secret Angels to Demons docuseries. Oh. It's 
wild. Like, are these like behind the scenes Victoria's Secret runway show? Or no, company? it's deeper than that. It's company. So it's like the, it's the, it's like know. the Playboy behind the scenes docu-series out right now. No, not Secrets quite. Secrets of Playboy? No, they're talking about how actually insane it was for Victoria's Secret to do a runway show because like no other lingerie does a runway show. Runway is for fashion. And also Victoria's Secret is a is a mall store. So it is a mall store and lingerie store that does a fashion show and that that was completely bonkers when they first started doing it. And I was like, oh my God, yes. I'd never thought of that. They're completely correct. That is bonkers. We've all but when they came it. out, like we were teenagers, so we're like, yeah, that yeah. makes total sense, right. right? Exactly, exactly. I see that shit in the mall all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. Let's see a fashion show. Um, no, it. Jeffrey Epstein was close to the owner of Victoria's Secret and used his connection to Victoria's Secret to. It, he used to claim to be. Um, like a model scout for them. So it, it goes into Jeffrey Epstein stuff, mm-hmm. right? But also like how the company started, like all, it, it's really fucking fascinating how it became what it is today. They made up a fake Victoria and people thought she was real, but she wasn't. She was not real. And like people who worked for the company would be like, I hope I get to meet Victoria someday, but she's not fucking real. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like they, it's really fascinating that whole part of it about them cultivating the image and whatnot, right? But like also now I'm getting into the part where um, Jeffrey Epstein uses his connections with Victoria's Secret to sex traffic Mm -hmm. and assault women. Anyway, it's fucking fascinating. I love docuseries. If you like docuseries as as, as much as I do, you should definitely. I hear the Playboy one is good, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I haven't watched it either, but the reason you were like, like the Playboy one, the answer is no, because it's about the sex trafficking part. This is. That's that episode. Yeah. The whole thing isn't about the sex trafficking. It's got everything. Yeah. It has a little bit of everything. It's got a little bit of everything. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, everybody for internet meme of the week? Or, yeah, I got some stuff. Uh, I, we didn't even have any white guys we hate. Do we need to talk Leia, about that? Fuck Greg Abbott. Oh, yeah. Fuck Greg Abbott. That is the governor of Texas. Yep. His stance is on Let's abortions. go, Beto. Beto yeah. O'Rourke is yes. killing it. He's convincing Republicans across the state to vote for him. Mm-hmm. Which, the, the one video I, I read, and I'm just going to let all my biases in on this one. It was a, a female with kind of a thick accent. And she's like, I'm Republican. My family's Republican. We've never voted blue, but I think I'm voting for you. Oh, my God. And so that was awesome. But then I was like, honey, aren't you like second gen from Mexico? Oh, yeah. Jesus. No, Mexicans are very conservative, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hispanics in general. Yeah. It's it must be confusing to be them. It's the Catholicism. Right. But I'm like. You're an immigrant. Right. For sure, though. She, like, drilled him on immigration laws. And mm-hmm. I'm like, honey, you're, like, immigrant once removed. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus. Just like my family is, you know. My grandfather was the first of his family born in America. His parents immigrated. My yeah. great-grandparents on both my mom. On both my mom's side, my maternal grandmother and my maternal grandfather, both their parents immigrated fresh yeah, from Europe. Right. Scott's family's been here sort of fresh, too. But my dad's family's been here for a long time. But, like, I'm not even that far removed from being an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Scott's mom was never a U.S. citizen. She was a Canadian right. citizen. So. All right. Here we go. Yes. Actually, I've, uh, I have family that's been here a long time on both sides. Uh, one, the Burnses are related to Benedict Arnold. So that yeah. is American Revolution. Yeah. Um, and my dad's family were early settlers of Canada. So we do have some um, independence. Like we do have some deep roots in Washington like mm-hmm. that also. Um, it's just historically those families have been very, very large. Right. So... My direct line is is fresher, 
but siblings and cousins have been here um, for like over 200 years. Um, they also tend to come and go a little bit too. Like they'll come here, get a wife, go back, come back. You know, immigration 200 years ago was a lot more. It was, yeah, open door. Fluid. You could come and go a few times before you finally settled here. All right. This D&D movie better have a character die at some point, only for the gang to meet a totally different character in the next town who is played by the same actor. Perfect. Love it. I also love the D&D meme when they're like, you know, it's not like a meme meme, but it's like this movie is going to open up the doors to new players. Like, be kind. Don't be gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. So. Stranger. Are you a witch? Me. Yeah. Stranger. Are... Are you a bad witch? Me. Yeah. I don't memorize my rituals and my idea <laughs> of, a sh- of a Shabbat celebration is making pancakes from mix. <laughs> Love it. Here for it. Are you a bad witch? Yeah. My idea of doing a seance is dusting the Cheeto crumbs off my fingers and saying, let's go, bitches. <laughs> Lighting right. some candles. <laughs> Precisely that. All right. Um, you guys. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Stitcher for your podcasting needs. You can also find us on Facebook and interact with us there. Nobody does, but you could. And you can also interact with me on Twitter. I'm Maggie at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode 322. 322? Uh, yeah. Of That More Thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. You what's, didn't buy. What's online? 321? 320. Okay, yes. 322. <laughs> All right, ready? Bye. Bye. Bye.